Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, hello, hello. Happy Wednesday, my friends. Welcome to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast. With me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And don't forget, you can check me out on Drive later today from 4pm alongside Darren Brent. Anyway, we begin with Pep's Manchester City reaching the quarterfinals of the FA Cup after beating Bristol City at Ashton Gate. The match was live on Talk Sport. And if you don't believe me, here's your proof. And it's job done for Manchester City, who so seldom slip up against non-Premier League opposition in the FA Cup. And this one, in the end, has proved to be relatively routine. They led for all but the opening six and a half minutes. Phil Foden with a couple. Kevin De Bruyne added one late on as well. Manchester City make it through. You know, whoever draws Man City are up against it in the next round. But uh, I enjoyed the way they played that, approached that tonight. They... They did it properly. De Bruyne was excellent, you know, really decisive and incisive with his with his passing at times during the game, and and yeah, that was a that was a proper workout. They didn't come down here and stroll about. They set about the game properly. Scored two beautiful goals out of the three. And, uh, and deserve their victory. Leicester have suffered the shock of the night in the FA Cup fifth round with a 2-1 defeat to championship side Blackburn. Manager Brendan Rodgers says he has no complaints. Blackburn played well. I think uh, when our goalkeeper's the man of the match, then that tells you that uh, yeah, that was uh, not the performance that we wanted. What went wrong? I think we made mistakes with the ball too often. The first goal we presented to them. And just our decision making when we, when we when we had the ball, gave it away, and, and presented them with opportunities. And I think that uh, Daniel saved us on a few occasions. Most of the game tonight, you thought Blackburn were the Premiership side, and Leicester were the Championship side. If we play like that Saturday against Southampton, we will go down. You can say at the minute, due to our recruitment over the last couple of years, we could we probably deserve it. You think about players like Samara who bought it, who was, I can't believe it's professional football, what I've seen tonight. It's a big scalp for Rovers. They are in the quarterfinals. Leicester 1, Blackburn 2. Oh, we'll take any team anywhere. We're not good. They'll take any team right. anywhere. OK. And Man City away? Yeah, we'll take them. Man United away? We're not good. We're not good. We'll take any yeah. team. Real Madrid away? Fancy that? Burn yeah, about? <laughs> we're a pretty big club we're a pretty big club I've been going to radar sometimes we, we've been out at the Premier League for 10 years I think we're, we're a Premier League side we're massive us we won it are you a massive are you a massive jo- side Jonathan you're giving it big I mean, you're giving it absolutely large you're giving it are massive big really massive we won Premier League 
Yeah. Just before you were born, Jonathan. And the full-time whistle goes at Craven Cottage. And Fulham are through to the quarter-finals of the FA Cup for the first time since 2010. Fulham are good, mate. Fulham are good. Now, Marco Silva's sides, we've watched them for the last X and what, seven or eight years since he, since he rocked up. First to come to our attention was at Hull. The way they played was an open, expansive attacking style of football play. Three at the back. Harry Maguire was stepping in the midfield. They had runners off the ball, and they were excellent. This is the best consistent side he's had. I'm still kind of waiting for a drop-off, because normally his sides that I've seen have a, have a drop-off during the season. Hasn't happened. Hasn't happened. And tonight, tonight's game against decent opposition yep. you know they're not, not the best but um, got a new manager wanting to impress both went really strong sides got to say there's a chance there's a very very good chance Fulham will have European football this season Leeds spirited and had a number of goal man scrambles as they tried to get back in the game well that was one of the worst performances I've seen United play the last five years it was shocking you know 6,000 fans down to Fulham on a Tuesday night it's unbelievable right? That's unbelievable. The fans were incredible and yeah. electric. And that Leeds team, you, you think they'd bounce from that. they pull a performance like that. It's, it's shocking. Stoke nil, Brighton won. Brighton, the first team into the quarterfinals. A first win over Stoke for 22 years. Evan Ferguson with the only goal of the game after half an hour. Much more even in the second half. But Brighton always looked that class above. And they're into the quarterfinals. Stoke City nil, Brighton won. It was a truly remarkable finish to the second Test match between New Zealand and England, with Ben Stokesy Stokesy side suffering a gut-wrenching defeat. Every ball, of course, was live and exclusive over on TalkSport 2. Our very own Sam Ellard has all the details on a special Test match. The equation on day five was simple. England needed 210 runs to win, New Zealand needed nine wickets, and there was carnage to start the day. On his toes, there's a run out. Joe Root has just run out Harry Brook, the golden boy for England with bat, and yesterday ball, he's been called through for a non-existent single. Incredible drama, England in real trouble at 80 for five, but Root and Stoke steady the ship. They both passed 50 as England closed in on victory. Wagner in again, Stoke steps away, there's a top edge. It's flown up into the air and it has been caught. A backward square leg. Wagner strikes again. So Stokes went with England needing 57 runs to win. And Joe Root drops the bat on the floor. He's on the pole. He's going to be caught at mid-wicket. He's got a top edge. Neil Wagner's gone bang, bang. And England now will have two batters at the crease without a run to their name. Root and Stokes both gone. What a finish we had in store. Ben Folks made 35. And with England needing seven runs to win, he was dismissed. England nine down. Anderson and Leach are the crease with two runs to win. And then this happens. Again, down the leg side, is an appeal. Up goes the finger. Jimmy Anderson's caught down the leg side. New Zealand have won by one run. The most extraordinary test match comes to an end. And that is exactly why we love test cricket. New Zealand winning one of the best test matches you'll ever see by one run. The series finishing one all. Test cricket is well and truly alive. And if you like your cricket... 
TalkSport 2 has every ball of England's white ball tour of Bangladesh, with the first ODI getting underway this morning at 6am. Anyway, back to football. And here's former Palace Mona, owner, Mona. Simon Jordan claiming City and Chelsea are manufactured clubs. Time for the thesaurus. Undeniably, undoubtedly, irrefutably, unequivocally, Man United are five times the club that Manchester City are in terms of scale and reach. Oof. Not in terms of achievements. That'll go down well. Well, I don't really care. I don't really care. It's not designed to go down well. It's not designed to go down badly. Will it's designed to be a reflection of the facts. In terms of global reach, yeah. will, will they ever get City ever get close to United? I think over a period of time, there's a distinct possibility if you keep achieving the way Manchester City are, they will. There's something, whether it's from 1958, whether it's from 1967 whether it's from the 70s or whether it's from the being the poster boys ostensibly of the launch of the most powerful domestic league in world football, United have been at the top of the tree and they've built this legacy. And it's almost an undiminishable legacy because they've, been, they've not won a Premier League for 10 years, yet you talk about Man United and they will dominate the back page and front page of the newspapers. There's always something about Man United. There's, there's more eyes on the prize with Man United than there is in any other football club around the world. And Madrid will probably have an argument about that. But the bottom line is, is that Manchester City are a unique football club in lots of ways. Their brand of football, outstanding. Their manager, elite. You know, the uniqueness of their involvement with the community. I would say that's a slightly cynical move because it enables the, the, the sports washing to go on that's gone on there. But irrespective of that, Man City, if they keep on powering the way that they are... yeah. Yes, of course they're going to create this, a unique legacy. But Chelsea and Man City are cut from the same cloth. They are manufactured clubs... And whereas clubs like Liverpool and Manchester United have far more heritage, and I realise that will send people apoplectic in those two fan bases. Manufactured but clubs. Well, they are. Mm. Before, come on, let's look at it. Before Roman Abramovich came along, where were Chelsea going? OK, they were doing OK, but they were going to financial ruin. Ken Bates was struggling left, right and centre. And the football club had been, you know, the cock of the walk on the King's Road without actually doing anything. Man City had been in League One. Now, the West Ham manager, David Moyes, has been speaking ahead of their game against Manchester United in the FA Cup tonight at Old Trafford. Old Moyes says he's not worried about the recent form, which, of course, is a lie because he is. West Ham 4, Nottingham Forest now. Where's this West Ham been all season? And it's the substitute, Mikel Antonio, who's got in on the act. We've always had a good mid the camp, even before it. I always felt as if the players were in good spirits. We uh, we tried to focus on, on the games one at a time and we focused really well on Notts Forest. Got us a really important three points in the league. And, uh, and you know, goals as well, which have, have been sort of difficult to come by. But uh, really pleased with how the players performed and... Hopefully we can build on it and keep it going. With it being a, an FA Cup midweek fixture, which, let's be fair, it's not something which uh, we normally have. Normally the, these cup ties are all at the weekend. This one getting fitted in makes it a bit more awkward and then we have to go away to Cyprus. So we've got three away games in, in a week now, all with a decent amount of travel. Now the Arsenal manager and Lego head, Mikel Arteta, has been speaking ahead of their clash with Everton tonight, live and exclusive on TalkSport. The Gunners boss said he'd like to bring back the tradition of sharing a post-match drink with his fellow managers. I haven't had that opportunity because since I joined after two or three months later, we had COVID. And probably COVID was the catalyst of, of losing that tradition, which is a shame because I think it was something special and um, and generates a certain bond with, with the manager. But sometimes maybe we can talk about it between us and, and get it back. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. 
but what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. And we finish with Gabby Abonho and Tony, the Everton fan, taking issue with Gab, claiming the toffees are toothless, which is ironically what happens to your mouth if you have too many toffees. Everton was toothless on Saturday. What game? What game did you watch, mate? A game where Aston Villa won comfortably. No, they did win, but Everton was certainly not toothless. I thought there was going forward. I said toothless going forward. Toothless going forward? Yeah. Okay. Well, the first half, let's have a look at it, right? McNeil saw the back out of that cash every time. Put the ball put the ball across. And we all know there's, not, there's no one there to put it in. He's made three saves in the first half. Three outstanding saves. You're the World Cup winner. He's put a header just wide. One kicked off the line and one kicked off the line in the second half. Don't tell me they were, were toothless going forward, mate. That's nonsense. Absolutely nonsense. You telling me that when you went on a pitch at Villa Park, Gabby, that the, you were relying on the fans? Tony, can I, I've got a stat here for you. On, the last time Everton scored more than one goal was against WS Wanderers in Australia in a friendly during the World Cup. You won 5-1. Was it? Yeah. Was it? Who sold you that? Um, I found it on Google. Well, that's it, gang. Thanks for listening on the Talk Apple, wherever you get your podcast from. I'm back on Andy Goldstein's Drive Time Show at 4 pm today alongside Darren Ben. After us at 7 pm. Arsenal against Everton in the Premier League. It's live and exclusive on TalkSport. Yes, yeah, on the telly as well, isn't it? No, it's not on the telly, actually. Ooh! Yeah, the only place you can hear it is here. And over on TalkSport 2, it's Liverpool against Wolves in the Premier League. There will be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily Podcast at first in the morning, so do what you got to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a good day. Above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport.